Hello, I'm Daniel. I'm a meditation teacher in Kansas City, and this is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. The teachings in this podcast are free of charge, but of course, if you feel compelled to make a donation, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Hello, I'm giving a talk today from the Dhammapada, the sayings of the Buddha. And the version that I'm reading from is the one translated by Gil Fransdahl. And I'm going to just read this chapter. The mind is what it's called. I'm going to read this chapter and give my comments throughout. So, the mind. The restless, agitated mind, hard to protect, hard to control, the sage makes straight, as a fletcher, the shaft of an arrow. So, the sage is just the wise person. It's what we're, what we're trying to be, really. And we train our minds. That's what this is telling us. You're going to train your mind and try to straighten it out as a fletcher, which I don't know what a fletcher is, but I assume it's someone who straightens, the, makes the shaft of an arrow. You know, the long part, and there's a tip at the end, right? Um, so we're trying to train our minds and straighten them out the same way an arrow maker. And we could substitute anything else, really. We could say, we could say we're stri- trying to straighten our minds the way my mechanic changes my oil, right? Or the way, even the way someone composes a symphony or something, right? It can be almost anything, but this is just... Um, thinking about the way someone makes an arrow. So this is about training our minds, which is what we're trying to do. On the Buddhist path, we're trying to train our minds so that they work more effectively and so that we can potentially strive for spiritual enlightenment. So um, the next chapter, next verse, I mean. Like a fish out of water thrown on dry ground, this mind thrashes about, trying to escape Mara's command. So, um, first of all, Mara is like a a devil figure. It's a personification of our of the things we struggle with, of our greed, hatred, delusion, of our emotional baggage. It's a personification of these things. So when we say Mara's command, we're really uh, sort of like, the devil on your shoulder telling you to do bad things is Mara. It's sort of like that. It's not uh, necessarily a literal existent being, but rather a way to think about our, our struggles, the areas where we're needing to work more. Okay. So like a fish out of water thrown on dry ground, the mind thrashes about. So that's just something our minds do. Um, we may, there's really, uh, harsh things like our mind, like thrashes about and like jumps to overreacting to things, right? Jumps to vicious anger or hatred, right? But another way our mind thrashes about is that concept that people like to talk about. Sometimes people call it monkey mind. It's that mind when your thoughts are just going, 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 and you're not even aware of just how many thoughts you're having and how your mind goes from point A to point B 
and suddenly you're thinking about what you had for lunch three weeks ago and you don't even know why you started thinking about that, you know? Or suddenly you're thinking about um, maybe a relationship that went bad a long time ago and you're thinking about that suddenly and then that's bothering you and you can't sleep at night, that sort of thing, right? That is the mind thrashing about. That is Mara's command. It's just when our mind freaks out and makes us unhappy. That's what that is. It's like a fish out of water thrown on the ground. So, going on. The mind, hard to control, flighty, alighting where it wishes. One does well to tame. The disciplined mind brings happiness. The mind, hard to see, subtle, alighting where it wishes. The sage protects. The watched mind brings happiness. So, those two verses, what's that telling us? It's telling us when we train our minds, that actually brings us some well-being, some positive feelings. Living the way we're living now with being distracted all the time, with uh, going on autopilot some of the time in life, it's not a very happy way to live. It's not a very happy way to live. We get confused. We get distracted. We get eaten up by nothing. And when we're not mindful, it's easy for people to take advantage of us too. So what we're really talking about is our own happiness. And we don't we don't always think of that think of it that way when we're talking about meditation practice, but if our minds work better, we're going to be happier. We're not going to be so um, torn up by the hard things. And we're going to learn how to respond to the world around us instead of reacting all the time. And we're going to learn how to really appreciate the positive sides to life, which we all have some positive sides to our lives, even though uh, um, levels may vary, but we all have some positive things in our lives. So, far-ranging, solitary, incorporeal and hidden is the mind. Those who restrain it will be freed from Mara's bonds. So, right, we train our minds and then we're not so controlled, not so pulled around by greed, hatred, and delusion, by these things that mix us up. We're not... servants to our own greed, we can just decide what we want and what we don't want. We're not servants to our own ill will so that we're lashing out and making enemies out of the world around us, but rather we're deciding how we want to move through the world. And those things, our anger can be like Mara's bonds. It can be like chains. It can hold us back from achieving in our lives. It can hold us back from happiness, meaningful relationships, all these things. And when we train our minds, we're learning how to get that under some control. So it can be a very good thing for us. For those who are unsteady of mind, who do not know true Dharma, and whose serenity wavers, wisdom does not mature. So that's just saying, if we're not training our minds, we're pro- we may not get anywhere. 
We may not get anywhere. I mean, we may not be able to develop wisdom and well-being. So what doing this is important. For one who is awake, whose mind isn't overflowing, whose heart isn't afflicted, and who has abandoned both merit and demerit, fear does not exist. So what's that saying? It's saying if we can just keep, keep it together, we're not going to be so scared of the world all the time. We're not going to be lamenting all the time. I like I really like that terminology, mind overflowing, because that's sometimes how it feels when we're just having a lot of thoughts all at once, when we're daydreaming, you know? It feels like mind overflowing. I like that a lot. Okay. Knowing this body to be like a clay pot, establishing this mind like a fortress... One should battle Mara with the sword of insight, protecting what has been won, clinging to nothing. All too soon this body will lie on the ground, cast aside, deprived of consciousness like a useless scrap of wood. So, we know we're going to die. We know our bodies are going to pass away. And so if we know that training our minds is going to bring us some level of contentment and well-being, not only that, but maybe hopefully make the world a little bit better, a little bit of a better place in our immediate surroundings at least, then why would we not train our minds, right? Focus on what's important because you're going to die one day and then be like a useless scrap of wood on the ground, right? So we need to really focus and treat this like it's important like it's important whatever an enemy may do to an enemy or haters one to another far worse is the harm from one's wrong one's own wrongly directed mind neither father nor mother nor any other relative can do as much good as one's own well-directed mind so our own minds have the most power to make us happy or to make us unhappy. It's our, our own minds. We have a lot of control of our, of our feelings we, if we can train our minds. If we can train our minds and learn how to direct them where we want them, then that's a lot of power. And if we don't train our minds, then it's your mind that's going to be pulled around and is going to, or could at least, bring you unhappiness. Could bring you unhappiness. If you've ever just sat around worrying about things, things, unrealistic things, or and worrying about things that don't even happen, right? That is That is your mind stealing your own joy. If you sit around thinking about what could go wrong so you don't try to take some action that you really want to take, you know? If you're too busy thinking about what could go wrong to apply for the promotion or to ask out the person that you want to go on a date with, right? That's your mind getting in your way. And we want to turn our minds into our friends, into our friends and not obstacles to get in our way. So that is the chapter on mind, and thank you for listening to me, and I hope this talk has been helpful.
Thank you for listening and have a good day.